What do you do when someone's just not working out on your team and it's time to fire, but your customers love this person? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. We sure do find ourselves in some sticky situations sometimes. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting, and we are not afraid to have the hard conversations here. What do you do when someone on your team is publicly a rock star and behind the scenes a total total hot mess that's slowing the engine of your team. Let's dig into it with today's listener letter, and then I'll find you on the other side. Heather, you recently talked about being afraid to hire. Well, I'm afraid to fire. I run a membership and I have a community manager. My community loves her. She is enthusiastic, remembers details about our members, networks, and connects. She is publicly adored. Behind the scenes, she is scattered disorganized and doesn't complete the administrative tasks that come with the role. She does not respond to customer services, customer service requests in a timely manner. Her communications are abrupt and leads to misunderstandings and she's slowing the team down. I've talked to her about this, helped her with time management, offered to model scripts and templates for her to use with the customers, but still she's struggling. I can't keep picking up her slack, but I'm also worried about how our community will manage her exit and how that could affect client retention. I know you're going to tell me it's time to let this go, but how do I do it without leaving wreckage behind? Okay, so tricky situation at first glance, right? Like you have somebody, your clients absolutely love adore her. They think she's the bee's knees, but for you, she's creating just mess and disorganization everywhere she touches. So the first thing that I, you know, I want to approach this from a different angle. I think one of the things that happens a lot of times with managers and business owners and they're ha- when they have team problems is they think their team member doesn't know. They think that like, oh, I have to figure out a way to have this conversation because she was late three times or because she missed, you know, two staff meetings or she said she was going to do this on a Friday and it didn't get done until Wednesday. And we treat this as if it's like some one way mirrored observation rather than a two way dialogue where the employee and the team member absolutely knows they're not getting the job done. So the one thing that I would start to, you know, think think a little bit about is how do you engage this conversation with this employee like human to human? And I'm not saying like approach them as a friend. I'm talking about approaching them in a way that's respectful, direct, and transparent. What I would be doing here with this employee is to say, hey, and let's just pretend her name is Sarah. So for sake of, you know, the the role play here. So Sarah, you know what? I think you've been doing a great job with the team. I think you know and you can see that um, the, you know, uh, let me take that back. Hey, Sarah, I think you're doing a great job for our members. I recognize as I just said that and heard myself say it out loud that she's doing a shit job for your team, but she's showing up for the members. So to say, like, I, I think you're so great at this and you know, we appreciate you for how well you member, you know, you manage the member details. You're so good at connecting people and remembering 
learning things about them. Like I can see very clearly that you are a part of the reason why we have successfully retained our clients. And I'm so grateful, but we have to have an honest conversation about the parts that aren't working here because you and I've had to have a couple of conversations about time management. We, you've had to, you know, we've had you redo a couple of emails. We've had to talk to you about this and that, and you know, and so that there's clearly a disruption between what you're capable and able to do easily and successfully on the public front of our business and privately where the disorganization tends to sort of nip you at the toes a little bit. I'm wondering if we can talk about it and I'm wondering if you have any insights about it. Because I think that, you know, and one of the things that anybody who used to work with me is now laughing and going, oh, Heather and her, I am wondering phrase, because it was always the phrase that I used to invite conversation around those hard conversations. Because I think sometimes it's so easy to say, I asked you to come in at four o'clock and it's 410. I asked you to do this and it hasn't been done. But that like, you know, that type of approach, while it feels really good for the boss, it doesn't invite dialogue. So what I like to do is encourage dialogue with the employee to say like, so what is your thought on this? And what is your observation? And why are you struggling? And what I would do is remind yourself that you don't need to just buy into these answers right away. I am not saying like invite in all of the excuses. What I'm trying to help you do is get a sense of where your employee is at and where your team members at. And then I would say, so what is it like for you to be able to be the rock star publicly and then to keep hearing all of the mistakes and the missteps behind the scenes. I'm imagining that can't feel very good. And so that you're connecting with that disconnect, you're making it public that she's not working out behind the scenes, but she's still able to do the front part of the business. And then say to her, I need to have a really honest conversation with you about what your role with our business looks like. And where I would first like to, you know, sort of question you a little bit is where would you like your business to be? Because this role as defined is requiring you to do something on a daily basis that you find difficult, challenging, and that's putting you in a position to receive critical feedback about. I'm wondering if, given that you've now seen the entirety of this business and the way it's going to work, that you have to be the public face of this community, but that it also comes with behind-the-scenes communications and tasks, do you still want this position? Because you can give your employee the option to say, my standards aren't changing, my expectations aren't changing, do you still want this? And you're engaging in the conversation. Now that you know it's going to be hard, now that you know that there's this whole section of your job that you don't find particularly easy, do you still want the job? If you don't, it's okay. And I can let you go with the most respect and the most appreciation. And while obviously I wouldn't be able to recognize you for or recommend you for administrative tasks, I think you could be an awesome community manager for a business that doesn't also require these behind the scenes skills. 
I'd be happy to do that for you if that's something that interests you. And you offer it as an option. If she comes back at you and says, no, 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 I really want to stay. I really want to stay. I want to make this work. That's when you need to outline your clear expectations and say, I, you know, this is where you're currently struggling. This is how it's currently affecting the business. Like I, I really believe in telling people not only why they're doing something wrong, but why it's harmful because it's not just you didn't do what I said. <laughs> you didn't listen to my direction. And now I'm on a power trip saying like bad employee. I need you to see the, co- I need you to see and understand the cause and effect of your behavior. So when I used to do this with employees who would call out frequently or would come in late, I would say, you have been late four times. That has required staff meetings at start of shift to start late. We've run below ratio X number of days. I've had to pay, you know, three staff members overtime at such and such a rate. This is how it's a, your behavior is affecting the bottom line. And this is why this behavior can't be tolerated. So these are the things that we've done so far to support you. And that's when you sort of outline the training you've already offered. And then what you're going to do is say, this is what I'm willing to do going forward to support you and improve your success. Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I need you to know that we're going to be reviewing the success of this intervention on such and such a date. And usually I say to people, give it four weeks. Um, And if, you know, you haven't been able to meet the benchmarks of like the job and the basic requirements, I need you to know that at that time, we'll be moving your position in a different direction. So you're letting them know. Because here's the thing, you, you know, they may, your, your employee, and again, I'm talking broadly to anybody, but, you know, your employee may like sort of say like, thank you. Yes, you're right. I'm failing at this constantly. I'm not very good at this part. And no, I don't want to keep doing it. But that if you get buy-in and they want to do it, they also have to know that it like just wanting it isn't good enough, that these are the expectations. This is how you're setting this person up to fail. And this is how, you know, you're going to teach them and prepare them. Now that is like the, you know, what I used to call in corporate, the cover your own ass, um, way of moving through the world. And anything staffing related, you are absolutely going to want to check with your local HR, legal rules, representations, like, and all of the, you know, the rules that are associated with that for you. But that's like the basic outline. You also, as a business owner, can just straight up fire somebody to say like, listen, I hired you to do these specific tasks. I, you know, I talked to you on such and such a date and such and such a date about why they weren't done and how they weren't met expectations. I tried to retrain you. I offered you scripts. I've done this, that, and the other thing. At this point, it's just not working out and I'm going to need to ask you to go. Like you absolutely, so long as you check with legal representation around the laws in your state or country around firing employees, you can, you, you can, you know, do not collect go, do not uh, do not pass go, do not collect your $200, go straight to firing. But what I heard from you really clearly is that you don't want to be that directive. I also think you have another option here. Um, if you have somebody who is legit a rock star in a certain skill set, 
and just as a hot mess and something else, is there a way that you create two positions and you lower her pay to say, hey, listen, I like, can we just have an honest conversation here? You have been amazing for our community. You are like so clearly a part of the reason why we have such good retention rates. Our clients really like you. I love seeing how they tag you in discussions and this, that, and the other thing. But like behind the scenes, it's just not working. And I'm wondering if you feel that too. And engaging in the conversation to say, listen, how do you feel about a restructuring of your position where I hire someone else to do the administrative? You are just the person who does like the, you know, the cheerleading and the connecting and the rah, rah, rahing. And I get somebody behind the scenes to do the other piece. Of course, you have to understand if I'm taking away job responsibilities from the original job description I offered you, I would be decreasing your pay in order to make up the funds so that I could pay somebody else to do these tasks. Like that is another way of doing it. It just requires you to think critically as a business owner and to think critically about what you want for your team and what's best for you in your community. Now, the tail end of this is the pervasive worry around what will people think and what will your community react to? So, you know, in all, like, with best intentions put forward in all of this, you know, your client, your your employee will leave with grace and will just basically say, like, hi, everybody. It's been such a great time to be with your community. I, at this point in time, I've decided to go off in another direction. Somebody who seems to care that genuinely for your community would hopefully go out in style. Um, and then, yeah, people will adjust to the change and be kind of disrupted by it for 10 seconds, but then I'll just welcome in the new person. Um, we usually, I think, put more attention to how people will will react um, than other people. And that's like the ideal scenario. You know, the other thing that I've been coaching a lot of my clients to do around these staffing situations when it involves like the public messaging is you're going to be straight up with the employee to say, hey, listen, I'm going to let you go with your head held high and all of the respect in the world. And I need you to know that I, you know, I expect the same in return. I also need you to know that if I come to find out that you're talking poorly about the company, you're not representing us well or fairly, then I'm going to use that as an opportunity to publicly state my position. So if you would like this to be kept between the two of us, I would allow that. However, if you decide to start talking publicly about this, it is also going to force me to make a statement. And then what you do is you tell your community what you want them to think. You model it for them how to have these hard conversations. And you're totally transparent about it to say, listen, Yes, she was awesome for you guys, and we are going to miss her in this community, but we are taking our company in a different direction that requires a skill set that's different than community management, and we needed to hire somebody who could, you know, with the experience to meet that role in demand or something like that. But you, you know, so much of that, I think we we hold the fear of like, oh, what is somebody going to say and how are they going to react? Well, tell them what you want them to think and tell them how you want them to react and tell them, you know, like what the, you want them to know rather than worrying about it. But I, I think that so often these situations become bigger in our heads and we just have to get down to brass tacks and get really pragmatic and direct and specific. So hopefully this gives you a guidepost to think about going forward. But, you know, the longer you sit on this without making a decision, the bigger mess she's making behind the scenes and the more she's sort of connecting herself to the, you know, outward facing part of your community. So um, just take the bull by the horns, have the hard conversations, but don't, you know, make it so much like it's 
it's going to be so much harder in your head because these things can, you know, they happen in business and you can have a clear, direct conversation without it, you know, being the end of the world. Uh, thank you so much for including me in this conversation. I appreciated the opportunity to have a dialogue with you about it. Anybody else struggling with staffing, hiring? interviewing, holding accountability. I do think that that's a regular part of small business ownership. You are welcome to bring your questions to me and I will always offer my two cents. You can find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.